You're listening to Our Faith, Our Country, the podcast that discusses walking with Christ and ties faith to America's foundation. Here's your host, Jason Bryant Jennings. Philippians 2.7 Rather, he made himself nothing by taking the very nature of a servant being made in human likeness. The connection here to our great country is that our founding fathers really wanted to stress serving others to serve others, not serving others to gain political power. My guest for this episode is a member of the Indiana University softball program and a role model on and off the field, playing and living for Jesus. Grayson Radcliffe, welcome to Our Faith, Our Country. Hi, thank you so much for having me. Grayson, appreciate you jumping on with us today. Tell us a little bit about your walk with Christ. I grew up a strong Christian. I moved around a lot as a kid from North Carolina to South Carolina and then up to Virginia. So I grew up going and attending a bunch of different churches and really getting to experience just different visions and different people preach the word um, and really just kind of enjoyed hearing a bunch of different stories and a bunch of different people speaking their heart and speaking their mind and speaking the truth. And I think that that enabled me to just really want to dive in more to what each individual had to say. And then um, as I grew up and got confirmed in the Methodist church, um, I got baptized in my backyard with my sister, my sophomore year of high school. And then when I went on to Marshall and then transferred to Indiana, getting to just be around and experience uh, my teammates and my coaches and the FCA people and the AIA people that just really walked with me um, at both of those schools has just been amazing and just an incredible journey. And we'll talk a little bit about faith on college campuses a little later in the interview. But as I mentioned, Grayson, you're part of the Indiana University softball program. Talk to us about playing for Jesus. This is something that is just so close to my heart because I truly believe that the Lord put us on this planet for a reason and everybody has just a purpose in this life. And so getting to play the game that I love for Him is just something that I pray about and I just thank him for every single day because this life is a gift and being able to walk through this life playing softball with the people that I've gotten to experience, I've just realized really how blessed I am to have come across all of my teammates and all of my coaches. And just, I see that come to fruition every day. I was actually down in Florida this summer playing in a summer softball league. And, you know, when you think summer softball, you think like, oh, it's just you know, you go out there and you have really no pressure to it. And that's absolutely so true. But something that I really kind of realized when I got down there is so we had an FCA in the summer league and I didn't expect there to be one, you know, when we go down there and the pastor, she played softball at USF and actually holds a bunch of stolen base records there. Her name's Shelly Riker. And one of the most amazing experiences that I got to have this summer playing is just that there were girls that got to get baptized in the Gulf of Mexico at the end of the summer. And so being able to be there for that experience and watching some people that I had just met, right? I've never, like I've heard about them before. I've seen them play on TV or seen them on Twitter, but I've never really met them and experienced them. And then getting to play against them, getting to play with them, and then getting to see them give their heart to Jesus at the end of the summer after experiencing all that they did was just one of the most amazing experiences that I could have ever had. So I'm so thankful for that. And, you know, it just kind of brings me back to playing for Jesus and being out on the field. And I'm with those girls, you know what I mean? Like I have gotten to see a full 360 from them from the beginning of the summer to the end of the summer. And so it just makes me realize, you know what, when you're out on the field, like we are playing for an audience of one and he is just so good and so great and gives us the ability to continue to play every single day 
because of those connections. And then you just get to see it come to fruition at the end of the summer when those girls give their heart to Jesus. And so that experience that I got to have was probably one of the most amazing of my career so far. Grayson, you mentioned your coaches. I know your head coach at Indiana is a woman of faith, a very, very strong believer. How important was it for you to play for somebody like Coach Stanton? I think Coach Stanton is one of the most amazing people on this planet. You know, I think something that really, really just kind of jumps out at you about her is her values that she has in life and her faith is one of the most important ones to her. And so having a coach that is such a strong believer is just extremely important in any walk through life, but especially, you know, a chunk of your career in college where everything's changing and you're trying to figure out your life and having someone that can really kind of root you and ground you and point you back to what's most important, I think makes a huge difference uh, when you're in such a transitional period. And, you know, having someone like her that I know that I can go to her about anything and everything because we do believe in the same God and that he is so good. And having that with me the past four years has been something that I wouldn't trade for anything. Let's talk about Bible verses. Everybody has their favorites. For me, and a lot of people that we've had on the show, Grace, and it goes kind of by what you're going through in a particular moment. But for me, my overall life verse definitely have to say is John 19.30. Three simple words. It is finished. For you, what are a couple verses? My all-time favorite is Jeremiah 29.11. For I know the plans I have for you, declares the Lord, plans to prosper you and not to harm you, plans to give you hope and a future. And... I think that rings so true for me because growing up, my grandma, my nana actually would give my sister and my brother and I little bookmarks with that verse on it, little mini plaques with that verse on it, just anything that she could really find because that was one of her favorites. And so that's just stuck with me throughout my career and throughout my life, just because when I'm struggling or when I think like, oh my goodness, what's going to happen next, Lord? Like, what is happening right now? I just kind of root back to that and realize that, you know what, there is a plan. It is for the good. All things good happen for a reason, you know, and so I just go back to that. And actually a verse that I had read this morning in a little Bible study that I love and haven't heard in a long time was Hebrews 13, 8. Jesus Christ is the same yesterday, today and forever. And that is just so simple, but so true. And kind of like yours, when you were talking about John 19, 30, yours was just three words. I mean, Hebrews 13, 8 is just nine words. So, so simple yet so true. And it sat with me well this morning. And so I wanted to share that as well. Talked about playing for Jesus. Talk to us a little about how you live for Jesus, because I know off the field, you've been involved in so many different organizations, so many different projects that really have gotten you out in the community, giving back and as I mentioned in the open, you're such a great role model, both on and off the field. Jesus is the reason that we're here. Um, he's the reason that we live. He's the reason we wake up every morning and get to enjoy the day and get to enjoy the beauty that this world has to offer. And if you don't live for him, then what are you living for? Because he is all power. He is almighty. And he is who gives us the day, you know, and the world and the ability to go attack and do and get after whatever we want to get after and accomplish whatever we want to accomplish. And I truly believe that everything happens for a reason and he has a plan, just like in Jeremiah 29, 11. And so when you live for Jesus and when you have a heart for him, I believe that there are so many others that can hop on the train and follow. And there are so many others that you have the ability to impact and for them to just give their life over. And then you change their life 
and you enable them to open up and give their heart and their life to Jesus and live a new beginning because ultimately that's what we want. Um, we want to have a world full of believers. And so when you live for Jesus and you exalt that and you shine that out to others, I believe that they will follow and that that's the Lord's plan. And so, you know, my goal when I meet somebody is to just, you know, I hope to impact them in some way, shape or form, but I hope that they sense the Lord in me and then they want and have the ability to follow. Grayson, what are some of the organizations, some of the groups that you've done work with? At Marshall, my freshman year, I was involved in FCA and BCN, Baptist Christian Ministries, and loved both of those. At Indiana, I'm involved in AIA, Athletes in Action. We have weekly Bible studies and small groups and just everything like that. So those three organizations on college campuses are things that um, I've really enjoyed. You brought me perfectly into the next topic, Faith on Campus. Last week, I had a great podcast. And if anybody missed it or hasn't listened to it yet, go back, listen to my podcast from last week with Kristen Linbaugh Bloom. For those that don't know, but maybe guessing by part of her name, she is the niece of Rush Limbaugh. We talked about Congresswoman Lauren Boebert's speech at Turning Point USA Student Action Summit. Congresswoman Boebert opened up her speech by telling the high school students, college students there that they are the now. Talk a little bit about what that statement means to you as a believer on a college campus. College is just such a transitional time for people. When young people go away from home and they're on their own and they kind of have to venture out and figure out what life is like, figure out what they want to do, figure out who their friends are. You know, some people stay close to home. Some people go thousands of miles away. And so I think it is important for people to keep their faith on college campuses and to just try to join a group, find some communion and some community and be able to dive into that with other people, because I think that helps you in your walk and helps you to, um, you know, go about your days and just find joy in all that you're doing. But it is interesting, faith on college campuses, especially, you know, with everything going on in today's world. Some of those have been maybe taken away or you're not able to express it as freely. And so I just encourage everyone to, you know, go after what they believe in and to stand true to that, because that's one thing that you will always have and nobody can take away from you is your thoughts and your feelings and your beliefs towards something. And so, you know, the Lord is to be exalted in all ways. And so any way that you get the opportunity to do that and to share that with others, I think is important. But it is a challenge on college campuses these days, just trying to figure out what you can do and how you can see it. And then, you you know, you have those people on college campuses that are walking around trying to give away free mini Bibles and Sometimes it's intimidating, you know, or people that are trying to encourage people to come to different groups or communities or Bible studies. And I remember as a freshman being like, oh, my gosh, like this is so different than my church back home and you just don't know anybody. And like I said, it's intimidating, especially as a freshman. But I think it is important to just kind of reach out and take a leap of faith and um, know that the Lord has a plan and just go down that route. And, you know, it will be good to you. It will give you back. Great. And last question for you here today on our faith, our country. What advice do you have for young people out there that are on the edge of maybe I should start down this journey? Maybe I shouldn't. What advice do you have for them? My advice would just be to open up your heart and follow your gut and what you believe in because the Lord is so good in every way. And this past summer, I became good friends with Riley Boone from Oklahoma. Um, And Oklahoma just, I mean, all glory to him. 
they put it out there. And the last words that she said to me before we left was, keep making Jesus famous. And so that would be my advice to everybody out there too, and young believers, is to just keep making Jesus famous because he is the one that makes it all happen. And he is the one that died for us to give us this amazing life. Grayson, it's been so great having you on Our Faith, Our Country today. If you could pray us out, that would be great. Absolutely. God, I just want to thank you for today. I want to thank you for the opportunity to wake up and to see the sunshine um, and to just enjoy this great earth that you've given to us. Lord, I pray for everybody out there that whatever they are walking through and whatever they are experiencing, that you just lay a hand on them and you help them to get through their days. Lord, I thank you for this time today and my ability to talk on this podcast and to just share my heart and share my faith and share everything that I give to you. God, I pray for today and I pray for tomorrow and all that you have in store. In your name we pray. Amen. Amen. Thanks for joining us on this episode of Our Faith, Our Country podcast. Be sure to follow us on all of our social media at Faith Country Pod or by searching for Our Faith, Our Country podcast. Until next time, later times, everybody. Thanks for listening to Our Faith, Our Country. Be sure to subscribe so you never miss an episode.